bummed out because I have a whole outfit worked out for my next virtual happy hour. Um, really? I'm going as Crown Prince Abdullah. Um, and I, I didn't wear it for ours. I'm sorry. Next time, I'll dress up. Me too. Me too. Are, uh, uh, wait, is everybody going in costume to your next video conference? Yeah, we have this group that's like old main friends um, and somewhat scattered about throughout New England. But um, two of the, the people in the group decided to dress up last time and it was such a success. That, <laughs> really? That we're gonna, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I get it. So I'm going as Crown Prince Abdullah. Crown Prince Abdullah who's trying bourbon for the first time in his life. That's my stick. Wow, that's high concept, too. So, yeah. yeah, there's a concept to it as well. That's like, yeah, that, that's like one of the things from whose line is it anyway? They're like trying to set you up and everybody has to guess. What is it? That was such a great show. It was. I loved that show. We lived in, we lived in a small cabin in Wyoming for a while, and it seemed like, I feel like we had one TV channel and, or maybe two TV channels, and, and whose line is it anyway seemed to be on constantly on one channel and the other channel yeah. like, was like all antiques road show and honestly like between those two things i was i was pretty entertained that's a specific time period i might be able might even be able to pinpoint the year itself and i'm gonna go with 19 oh actually 19 might be might be a little bit much 2002 I think it was, I'm going to go as earlier. I think it was 98. Okay. 90, maybe, okay. 90, maybe 99. But you were close. Yeah. I mean, it's, not, it's not far off. Somewhat close, yeah. You know, those, those were the days. Still had no cell phones for the most part. I had yeah, no, yeah. Cell phones. Um, I, I can tell you specifically my first cell phone call. Really? Yeah, I was on my way to a show that we were playing in New York. I was in the back of the van, and our friend slash roadie had his brand new cell phone. And I was like, oh, my God, give me that thing. And I called Amy, who's still my wife, uh, and I said, oh, my God, you're never going to guess where I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember it so, so distinctly. It was How super fun. How big was that phone? Was it like the size of your head? No, I, as I recall, I think they were making flip phones, right? That was sort of one of the, the first round. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you go through like, so the first cell phone was that I remember having that I liked were the little Nokias that were like, they were, yeah. like, they were yeah. tiny, right? And that was the thing. It's like you wanted to have the smallest phone possible, right? Um, Right, right, because that was the big challenge with all the tech giants of like, look at look at what we can do. Right. Yeah. But then, the Razer flip phone, that was awesome. That was that was those were the days, you know. Yeah, and a lot of people still like those, I guess. I have I have one. I have one. I was looking at it the other day, trying to figure out how I could how I could get that to work again. I'd be into that. Well, it's funny because I tried to call uh, FaceTime my brother uh in connecticut ridgefield connecticut somewhat near a hot zone um yeah and and yeah it didn't work he's like no i don't i don't have a smartphone he's just got a little push button dealio 
from, from way back when. I think it's yeah. Hard. I mean, here's the thing: when when everybody's working at home, what do you need a cell phone for? Right. I mean, right. that's that. It'll be interesting to see how how that kind of shakes out. I mean, the cell phone. And he's a he's a no social media kind of guy, and like not watching videos and stuff. Right. He's you know he's working on the computer. Or else he's uh you know maybe listening to the radio and then watching the the his Baltimore Orioles lose year after year. I think that's <laughs> that's. That's his shtick. Right. I mean, I guess so. I guess the, this whole shutdown is good for Baltimore Orioles fans because. Uh, <laughs> That's such a great, great angle. They're still at 500. Coronavirus, uh, yeah. How does the coronavirus affect the Baltimore Orioles? I'm sure somebody's and writing about that. The fan base. Yeah. 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 And, and I think we would all agree that we really don't care, but it's fun to think about. Um, my I, brothers, my my brothers grew up in the uh, Washington D.C. area, sixties, um, seventies, early eighties, yeah. and of course they were they were Orioles fans. Um, <laughs> and it's been a long time suffer for them with a few funny little years, but they have this shtick now that they're Orioles fans up until about September. <laughs> right. And then they switch, and then they switch to being Red Sox fans. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or I say they just stopped watching baseball and just switched to football. No, they both live in New England. Some have kids that are that are Red Sox fans. Right. So, yeah. But speaking it's of so, speaking of switching to football, I believe I heard that the NFL draft uh, is still scheduled to go down for April twenty third or something like that. Um, and, and I, and I'm just curious what your thoughts are on that, you know, as a, as a, as a clear leading voice of NFL punditry, um, do you feel like <laughs> that is a, do you think that that's a good thing, bad thing? Sideways? I think that all of the minor sporting events or sports news stories that we've cared about in the past are completely swept under the rug by coronavirus and all of the stories of real life that we're going through right now. Brady being the exception, right? He, he rose above the, 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 the chitter-chatter of our current situation and made his way to the top with, with his departure and such. But the draft, I've only, I don't know, I've never really cared about it, and now I really, really don't care about it. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's hard. I think it's really hard to get people i mean we we so today by the way is the day that brandon gilhooley picked as peak weirdness so yeah this, yeah we should we should mention that i picked tuesday yeah um brendan picked today today being friday the third of april right uh and i don't know what chuck picked by he, the way brendan Ch brendan chuck joined us uh, last week you should scroll back if you're on itunes or whatever and listen right. to that one that was a great special, a special those guys part. those guys will be back for sure special two-part episode um, i know it was two parts <laughs> it was so important it was Amazing. so important but so back <laughs> to the nfl draft it's funny like i i feel like so if you're in charge of the nfl i think yeah that's a different conversation to have you know because I, I think that there is a case to be made that they that they think that people will be excited for the distraction of of it um that the risk however is that they'll come across as being tone deaf 
because that could be who knows that could be peak weirdness that could be the day of peak cases. that's that, yeah, yeah yeah that's what i want to talk to you about is like today and it's really like every day is like gut feeling with totally. what you're feeling around you you read a little bit of news you go out into town and do your try and do your business and and this you know it gets kind of anxious from time to time depending on what you're doing today i was like okay it, maybe the maybe the, the the jokes about it and maybe the you know uh pushing it to the back burner or whatever the whatever people are trying to do to get through it uh this is really serious and and yeah <laughs> i think that i think i think the nfl uh and other entities like it that are trying to to hit it head on or are, are, are going to fail and appear tone deaf yeah i think that that's uh a good bet <laughs> <laughs> I think that there's yeah, right. Like today, it just just driving around for me. It felt very, very strange. And it's probably like we're at peak masks now. Maybe not peak, but we're close to that. And that just signals something to me, like and to everybody, like okay, um, this is this is super widespread. Everybody's really taking it very seriously now. And and yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I uh, so one of the conversations that we had. Uh, last, last night we had a family uh, clue night, by the way, uh, which was uh, very the the classic board game. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, which I'm apparently not very good at. Um, but uh, but during that clue game, we were talking about it, you know, and and, and <laughs> the the right way to do this is to communicate how serious this is by putting out the worst case scenario, and then to then. Right make progress against that and chip away at that and make it better as opposed to telling everybody it's no big deal and having it get worse every day you know and that's a that's that's such a great point and along those lines the the state of vermont released its worst case graph uh and 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 pitted it against its best case and likely graph Right. And the likely was nowhere near as bad as the worst case. That's right. It was a, it, it was a nice little play. Yeah, it's, you're right. But it's interesting. Like there is, I think we talked about this recently. There's all these maps that are out there that trace people's movement by their cell phones. And it shows the country. And yeah. it, shows, it shows where people are moving and where they're yeah. not moving. And, and I think there is something to be said for media coverage in that area. Because right, right now, anything around new york city is locked down there are nobody's doing anything nobody's and, moving right and, you know and if you go to the new york times you can understand why because they're just banging that drum like it's bad right. down take this seriously like whereas maybe and then the place in the country where there was a lot of movement was in the southeast basically from like florida right. outwards like people are moving around a ton and um and it's just interesting. And maybe the media down there is not pounding that, like, this is bad quite so much. So it's, it's going to, um, well, I, I thought that was really interesting. And, and, and clearly around here, it's, it's really locked down. I think what was really interesting in my world today is there's a lot of talk about how to give people guidance on outdoor recreation right now. And I think you probably heard that, uh, Sugarbush and Maverick Glen finally closed uphill traffic um, effective immediately. Yeah, such an important thing to do because, you know, I live, you know, two clicks from, from the Sugarbush parking lot. Uh, and it's always like every day, it's because they had snow 
it's yeah. 50, 50 plus cars there. Yeah. Uh, and on weekends, and if the weather's nice, it was, uh, it was tailgating. Um, glad they put the end to that. I can safely report to all of our eight, how many listeners now? Eight? I, I think we've made it, we're at nine. At nine, but two of those are okay. So, oh, okay. So, so we'll we'll just keep calling it eight then. Yeah. <laughs> um, all our eight listeners. When I drove by Sugarbush parking lot uh, midday, there was one white van. That's really? it. That's yeah. awesome. I don't know who I don't know who was in sketchy sketchy white van, but yeah, he was he was up there. He she was up there. I'm glad to hear that. You know, I had I had uh, heard some reports that um, Tuckerman's Ravine. Yeah, I believe it's Pinkham's Notch. Um, yeah, were overrun last week, um, and yeah. tons of people and rescues had to be made. And one guy that got rescued uh, was like a uh, somebody who worked in a hospital that was treating COVID patients, and so the rescuers were then put it, you know, in contact with him. I mean, it's just some bad human behavior, and so you know, there there are. I think the governor in his press conference today he did in, he did announce. Um, not just like recreate responsibly, but try to recreate as close to home as possible. You know, ideally that was, right out your door. Yeah, and that was really interesting and really like heads up on their part because what was it? The it was the secretary of parks and rec, or or I'm I'm not sure the department. They never announced it. This woman who spoke during the the governor's press conference today at eleven, like he does every day. It seems I think it's I think it's every day. But anyway, they knew that it was going to be a really nice day and a really nice weekend. That's and right. And they were heads up about it and said, look, you can go outside. That's the best thing for you. That's great. If you get to a trailhead that's packed with cars, go to a different trailhead. That's if right. If you go to a, you know, a, yeah, a nice walk or, or, you know, a nice loop you like to walk and there's way too many people, go somewhere else. And a lot of trail, a lot of trail networks are closed. I mean, I'm pretty sure Kingdom Trails are closed, and I know some other. Uh, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I think everybody should probably check if you're before you go someplace to see if it's even open. You know, but yeah. you know, now is as they were saying, like now's not now's not the time to explore some far flung corner of New England. Like now's right. now, now's the time to think about just taking a walk out of the house and playing some can jam. Isn't it amazing? Like, like the leadership is local and it's for real and hats off to, to yeah. the governor's office, the legislature, really amazing job. Cause it does seem, and you probably seen this on, you know, those sites that do track uh, people's phones and, and movement and such. Vermont seems to be doing a reasonable job. I think so too. Um, you know, yeah. People around here seem to be taking it pretty fucking seriously. <laughs> That's yeah. As far as yeah, that, no doubt, man. Um, you know, I know, I know we are, and you know, I think, I think I sent you a text that, you know, I, I washed the case of beer for the first time in my life, which was really weird. Um, but you know, <laughs> why not? You know, I mean, some, bit, some people. When you said that, some people had said for many years that you should always do that because they're rats and mice that walk around on the cases of beer in the warehouses waiting to get shipped. Not in Vermont. Not in Vermont. That happens at like, at like Meisterbrow, you know, or something like that. That would never happen at a Vermont brewery. It, it Just, certainly it, wouldn't. It wouldn't happen at, at Coors in Colorado. That's for sure. Right, Drew? Yeah, that's 
yeah, definitely not. Um, <laughs> so my buddies in Massachusetts sent me this, this story link um, earlier this week that Heady Topper and Focal Banger are now available in Massachusetts. Um, and basically what, the, what it said was like that they're, they have a lot of inventory and so they're making it available at select beer stores in the Boston area. Um, wow. Right? I thought that was, and so they were, my friends were ecstatic, you know? I mean, so they're all, they're all going to hit it. Oh, that's very smart on their part because nobody was coming to the brewery to, to pick up beer. Yeah, yeah. So get um, it out there. Get it out there for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm hopeful. Yeah, that's smart. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the whole, the whole, the weird thing about all this is like, we don't know how long it's going to go. We don't know what else might close. But like I said, like, I, I think, I think putting the worst case scenario out there and then when news happens, it's, it's all good news because we, we've seen the worst case scenario and we know the projections right. and we can work that down. You know, I mean, it's funny. Like I saw clips about how, yeah, the curve appears to be flattening and I, and I felt elated. Um, you know, I mean, and I, I think that that's, right. that's, um, that's the right way to lead a community through a crisis like this. And um, I do think Vermont's doing a very good job. Uh, you know, one, one thing that I think that probably should come out to help everyone around the world with this thing uh, is that this is like, if you're vulnerable, if you're an older person, this is a bad way to go. And like, like not only is this a violent, terrible disease, but you won't see your family. It'll just be in some hospital somewhere. I think that'd be a great scare tactic to keep everybody inside, right? This, this is a really bad way to go. Yeah. There, there's, yeah, there are much better ways to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is, well, you scared me with that. Yeah, um, you know, I'm trying not to, I'm, I'm, you know. I, well, because I think to some degree, like the older folks, at least the ones in my, in my life, are like, if this is the thing that gets me, then so be it. I'm just going to do my thing. I'm going to go out and, and it's worse to not be who I am and, and to feel afraid. And I'm like, well, this, yeah. <laughs> Pretty interesting. That, yeah, this, that's a bad way to go, man. Looks, yeah, I don't want to do that. It looks really not fun. I mean, it is interesting. I've, I've talked to a couple friends from around the country who are, who have sort of existing health conditions, um, you know, whether yeah. going through chemo yeah. or, or stuff like that. And, and they're they're taking it very seriously as well, you know. And so I think, you know, it's as as good of a job as Vermont is doing. It's fine. It's hard not to think of all the places that aren't as lucky as Vermont and how really bad it might be. You know, I mean, that's really where. Oh I'm well, that's that's the yeah, that's the big discussion around town. You know, that I've had with people uh, while keeping my distance, of course. Yes. Um, is this is a nice place to um, to ride the storm for yeah. sure. Yeah, we're very yeah. we're very lucky, and at the same point, like, and probably you've seen this too. It's like you go for a sanity walk, and it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to not like feel spring happening and how you know yeah beautiful, and the birds are chirping, and stuff's getting greener and starting to blossom, and it seems wonderful. And then you're yeah. like. Yeah, it just, you know, it's all just seems very, very misaligned, I guess, is the best way to put it. Um, 
No. Well, what, what, and one thing I wanted to, to reiterate, and I think you've tried to make this point earlier, is, you know, I've seen people walking around Warren and Waitsfield a lot, and, you know, I think you were the one that made it cool, right? Yeah. You've been saying this for weeks, man. You were walking before it was cool. Which is so different nice than I made it cool, though. I'm just saying I was walking before, I'm like OG walker and um well you know to, to some degree but i'm sure a lot of people see you with your you know your hip clothes and your and your beats on walk into the office and yeah like man we could be like that guy we could do that yeah that's, I gonna was be, walking, that's gonna be our thing i was walking before it was cool and working close to home before it was cool and uh like yeah both of those things are now in the foreseeable future for the entire universe um but uh but it's At least through Memorial Day. Memorial Day. That's when we're getting out of this. That's, that's my feeling. I think it's so it's interesting. I actually, what did I, I think, I, let me, I want to get this right, but um, it, spring sports have not yet been canceled. Oh, cool. So, so we're, we're going to get the lacrosse out like, like in a week, right? No, it's so the date now that the Vermont Principals Association has set for deciding on cancellation is April 30th. So here's, here's just the perspective. How oh, you, you, you put a timeline together in your head, right? I have. Yeah. Okay. So this is how it would look. Like if, it, if we did have a go sign on April 30th, that yep. would mean 10 days of required practices for all varsity athletes before they could compete in the game. So that would put us at May 10th, um, which would then give us probably three weeks of, or maybe even two and a half weeks of, uh, of games and then a very abbreviated playoff. So it'd be like three or four games and then playoffs and then, and then a, a, you know, and then champions. Would what, what, what you're talking about is like a month-long tournament. Essentially, yeah. And that's kind of yeah. how I foresee it going down. It, you know, best case scenario, we would basically have 10 practices, a couple scrimmages, and then start a tournament. Okay. Which okay. is something, to, is something that the, to dream about. <laughs> it would be fun. It would be fun. No to, doubt. It would be fun to just have that distraction. And um, I know uh, – the youth of Vermont would be excited for it. Um, no doubt. No I mean, a doubt. Lot, a lot would need to happen, but at the same point, hey, some, something that's kind of glom onto for sure. Um, uh, yeah, that would be, that would be super cool. But it, probably bigger than that would be the, the graduations, the, the end of school uh, trips that some of the grades do, all of that kind of year end right. stuff. If they could squeeze that in, that that'd be great. I don't know what the take is on like graduation, like high school graduation. I like feel obviously like everybody would want a ceremony of some sort sometime. It's funny. I feel like that they may have already canceled graduation, but but oh, maybe, really? maybe I'm maybe I'm just assuming that happened in my brain. I feel like graduation and prom, maybe they were just putting out a warning that they would likely be canceled, um, just so people could start wrapping their heads around that. Uh, that is so crappy for those for those kids. I I, I feel bad for all those guys. I do um, too. I do. That situation. Fortunately, we've had a graduation ceremony for them every year since sixth grade. 
so they, they have graduated <laughs> a bunch of times. Well, I, yeah, I was talking with Felix about his graduation from sixth grade at the, at the, at the Warren School, which yeah. in a lot of ways is more important than the high school graduation because he's been in that building for nine years. He'll never spend that amount of time in one building his whole it, life. It just feels like nine years when you're in high school. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> I just, I, well, and, you know, obviously in our current situation, he's not in that building, so. That's right. But some of these, some of these small town kids, they end up in one building for a really, really long time. So, so. Chicky, so we've got uh, 10 minutes to go here. What, yeah. Um, what are, what's one thing that um, has been a positive uh, for you this week? Um, I've done a lot of stuff with my two boys uh, and done a lot of stuff on the house, which has been really nice. I painted the stairwell. Uh, we've played tons of basketball. I'm now lethal from eight to nine feet away <laughs> from the basket. I'm automatic on that. Uh, we, my youngest son, Felix, and I, we made a ping pong table. Oh, I saw that. Uh, yeah, we're really enjoying that. I added a PA system into the basement. Uh, so now we can crank out the hip hop jams while we play uh, ping pong. I think that's important. Uh, I, yeah, I raked the yard, and I have to say that I'm feeling super bad for everybody in this situation. But it oddly is yeah, a little bit of time off for me, and uh, making the most of it. Yeah, you that's know, remember, there were you know pre pre this, we're all talking about how we don't get to spend enough time as a family. <laughs> and now yeah. he's like, wow, family dinner again? It's like, let's, <laughs> let's, let's do that. Yeah, well, and you kind of have to work that situation of like, is it family dinner tonight? Or <laughs> do we just put some food out and everybody squirrels away into their corners? Yeah. And respect, what, what, about, yeah. what about you? What's been the best thing? I think, uh, so I got, my sort of short list is like, number one, um, I'm... Uh, much calmer about uh, the crosswalks in Waitsfield right now because um, I can cross <laughs> them all the time. It's really yeah. you know, walking through town. There's no problems. Um, so that's right. nice. um, number two. Uh, I think I'm going to postpone my colonoscopy this year, which is kind of that feels good. So we'll just oh fun, you know, yeah. no colonoscopy. Um, that's a great one to put off. And uh, yeah, but and number th you know number three, I, you know. Um, number three, like I said, it's hard, it's hard not to go outside and just be like, wow, spring's beautiful, you know, and we're, we're all so lucky. Uh, I do think, you know, it's yeah. funny. I, I think that there, there's no doubt. I, I don't want to say that there's an opportunity in Vermont, but, I, but, I, but I will say that there is going to be a massive demographic shift of population in the United States because of this. And, yeah, people and, people have been writing about this already. And people are moving to rural areas. There's, it's just gonna happen. Yeah. How that yep. how that will impact Vermont, I have no idea. Um, but you got to think if you were living in downtown New Rochelle or New York or whatever, and you got that place up in Vermont, like they might not never go back. You know, so I, I think you know those out of state plates, like those are your new neighbors. 
<laughs> so, you know, might as well wrap your head around well, it. Well, and, and it's, it's already been trending that way here because, um, you know, at least the, the 10 or 11 years that I've been here, it's, it's become a year-round business and the year-round industry, uh, which I don't think was always the case from, from what everybody tells me. That's you know, right. winters were big, but now summer is even bigger than, than, than winter was in the past. I think that that's exactly right. You know, and the, the, the thing with the summer rounding of it is it's not, it's not oriented around the resorts. It's, every, yeah. you know, and it's weddings and it's people being at Blueberry Lake and it's people on bikes and, you know, it's, uh, it's a beautiful place to be. So I Well, you, and you make enough lists in the, in the print media and the online media. Uh, it's only a matter of time. Um, <laughs> right. It was pro it was only a matter of time anyway, and now given the situation, there's going to be a lot of people that don't want urban living anymore. It's a fact, and you know, but it's a jam, and and some some might some might do it immediately, some might phase out, some might just yeah. obviously stay in New York, but buy that second place so that when this happens again, they have that place. Um, you know, and uh, it's just going to be really interesting to see how it all pans out. And like I said, it's, it's way too early to even talk about opportunity. But I think for a place like Vermont, we're, it's clearly going to be, we got a hard month ahead, maybe a hard couple years. Yeah. But, but I do think, I do think like the biggest narrative of the last five years has been like people leaving Vermont. Um, and it's going to be really interesting to see, like, in May and June, hopefully as this sort of subsides, what, uh, what the population of Vermont actually looks like at that point. Um, because, well, and uh, also you know, when you, you know, when you perhaps change the, the administration in the White House, uh, because the previous administration was starting uh, to relocate uh, political refugees here to Vermont. And... Maybe that would start to take a, a, a turnaround in a new administration if it happens. Well, it's interesting. I actually have been sort of thinking that, like, couldn't you almost consider people fleeing New York as refugees? I mean, they're, they're kind right. of the same thing. They're, they're, they're fleeing because of, you know, concerns for their, their families, right? You know, and they're, uh, they're people of means. They have the ability to get in a car. They have cash. They can rent an Airbnb or whatever it is. But they're... They're kind of in that same zone. We just got to think about getting them to stay um, and how to convert that. Yeah, I just think that this uh, this this virus is going to have serious deep effects on countries that really can't handle it. Um, and sure. you're going to see you're going to see that exodus uh, into the United States and and Europe and other places that that perhaps have better systems to deal with it. So maybe I mean it's yeah. I don't even like no, there's going to be there's going to be a great migration of many different kinds of people for sure. That's right. In a lot of different places. It's going to be a great restructuring and it's and now it's happening everywhere. Hope, hopefully it won't affect beer production in the valley um, <laughs> or or um, or fishing in Vermont. So well, let me um let me give you my uh my I seem to talk about this weekly. I'm or also I should say glad that uh, that uh Superlocal is back on. Uh, yes, I think we're doing a great job. I do. Um, I think we're doing a fantastic job. But know that we probably have like three minutes before. Okay. Here's the, here's my grocery store update because no, I think great. this is what we talk about. Yeah. Uh, it's still again for us this week. It was Thursday morning, 
Uh, now we did it differently that I dropped Amy off at Shaw's and I went and did the Mahurons list because we do the two different grocery stores, of course. Yeah. Um, so I did the Mahurons list and, and I was, I felt like I should have had a mask because everybody was wearing a mask. Yes. Uh, except for Sheldon. Yes. <laughs> That yeah. guy, he's yeah, he's the he's the Robert De Niro of um of downtown Waitsfield. He is. I uh my shopping update, um, you know, I went on Monday. Um I did wear some vinyl painting gloves, um, which I thought was a decent idea just from touching all the stuff in the store. And you know, my, the way I operate is like not that I'm worried about catching it, but what if I have it? I don't want to spread it. And so Yeah. Yep. And so not that I'm not sick or anything, but like, that's what you got to kind of operate on is like, assume you have it and then act accordingly. And so I wore gloves and, um, honestly, I just adore the entire staff at McHuron's. And I think that they're totally they're, They've been amazing. And I had a great chat with Tom and, you know, everybody there and, you know, they're doing an amazing job. And, uh, but yeah, I wore gloves and I did not wear a mask, um, though apparently maybe maybe I'll wear like a buff, like a neck buff for my next one. I don't know if that'll actually work. Um, I re I really want like a like a, a cowboy bandana, or or maybe even a dress like a cowboy. The next time I go to um, you should me your aunts. Or you should just wear your prince um, prince uh, your Saudi prince regalia the next time you go. See how that goes. <laughs> I'll let you know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no the grocery store thing was great you know i mean i think you know we have now have a, you know a good freezer full of food but we still go i was trying to go once a week but really it's like it's hard to go once a week because you run out of fruit right you know and it's like yeah man we run out of fruit nutter butters and ice cream really quickly uh, oh you guys do the nutter butters i used to love those things they're so good they went so fast yesterday when i came home from the grocery store it was amazing yeah yeah we're buying so much crap that we never bought before it's yeah to keep everybody happy you gotta keep the masses happy man totally totally yeah. I'm, I'm willing to i'm willing to work with all sorts of shit i would never put up with in the <laughs> that's right that's right um, we got pizza rolls mozzarella sticks the whole thing nice nice yeah, man. and mozzarella sticks that's awesome actually jordan grimaldi has an excellent recipe for homemade mozzarella sticks. I'm gonna have to, I'll, have to, I'll dig that up for you and send it your way. Um, oh, that sounds great, that sounds great. He, he can also be a guest on the show if he'd like to. <laughs> yeah, in fact, actually that's a great idea. He should be our next guest. I'll, I'll chat with him about that. I think he'd be totally up for it. That sounds great. Um, all right, man, hey, great to chat with you as always. And uh, Yes, man, stay, uh, stay safe, stay sane, yeah. uh, do your thing. I'm here and here's pulling for uh, for some sort of lacrosse season. Absolutely. All right. Talk to you soon. Yep. Yeah.